Shigao. Welcome to another episode of This Goose Is Cooked, Halloween edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Ten Timid Ghosts, by Jennifer O'Connell, published by Cartwheel Books. While you're all counting your candy this Halloween, we thought this spooky tale would help brush you up on your math skills. Ten Timid Ghosts is a countdown book from Ten that takes us to a haunted house out in the country. In this house, just so happens to be inhabited by Ten Ghosts. But, for whatever the reason, a witch moves in. How she acquired the property? We don't know. But my best guess is, these ghosts were delinquent on their tax payments. With her newly bought house, the witch comes up with some creative ways to evict the ghosts. Will the witch be successful clearing the house of its prior inhabitants? Or will the ghosts get wise to her ruse and turn around on her? Well, bring a medium, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin getting the whole plot right off the bat. Quote, Ten timid ghosts in a haunted house. A witch moved in and wanted them out. End quote. Yep, she must be one of those people who invests in tax liens. Have a heart, would ya? Give the ghosts a little more time to come up with the money. I'm sure they're good for it. They've fallen on some difficult times. After the workers' comp ran out from the last job, that actually killed them. And it's so hard finding a job that will hire someone with a disability. Especially when the disability is, they're dead. And for some reason, I don't think Uber's in the cards. Anyway, we can see this witch pulled up in a U-Haul and is already unloading the boxes. I would assume the ghosts are going to have plenty of time to figure out a plan. It takes forever to move in by yourself. She better have plenty of Gatorade. And I hope there aren't too many stairs. Or there could soon be eleven ghosts. When the witch gets to the front door, she encounters her first ghost. But instead of saying, Hi, sorry, but this is my house now. Can you please leave? Here's a list of local motels if that helps. Nope. She hides behind a skeleton and wiggles it in the ghost's face. If that's that ghost's own skeleton, that might be the cruelest way to taunt someone I've ever seen. Well, I don't think we need to read any further to know. This witch is a bitch. And as expected, the ghost flies off into the woods to sulk. So now we're down to nine ghosts. And what does the wicked witch do when she starts inspecting the place? She drops a bat on another ghost, scaring it right off into the woods with the other one. No, it's not what you think. She wasn't swinging on him like Corey Seager in the World Series. It was an animal bat. Huh. I hear those are good for getting rid of mosquitoes. Anyway, her shenanigans continue with each greeting. She throws on a scary mask for the next one. Ah! It's Megan McCain! Oh, 
Thank goodness, it's only a mask. But the resemblance is uncanny. No wonder that ghost took off. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near her either. Another ghost takes off after it saw Taylor Swift's pussy. Whoa, not that one. Though it would be scary to see Travis Kelsey in a dark room. No, I'm talking about her cat. But if that wasn't enough, this witch whips out her hooters. Well, it's an owl puppet that somehow scares off the next ghost. Must have died choking on a Tootsie Pop. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Well, let's see. One, two, three. (coughs) It just keeps coming. Now the witch disguises herself as a blood-sucking. No, not lawyer coming to sue them for all their money they don't have. A vampire. And the ghost who sees this floats right where all the other ghosts went. To the woods. Though, I don't know why he'd be so scared of a vampire. It's not like he has any blood. We're all the way down to four ghosts remaining in this house. It's like a haunted episode of Big Brother. And as you can guess, the witch keeps up her charade, scaring all the ghosts to the woods. Well, except for one. And that's the last ghost, who just so happens to be up in the bathroom when the witch comes stumbling in with toilet paper wrapped all around her, like she got too drunk at the airport bar and fell into someone's bird nest in the bathroom stall. Vile. Now that's scary. If I'm that ghost, I'm shooting out of there, and I'm not stopping in the woods where a bear could be shitting. But that's not what this ghost does. She sees the witches trying to scare her, and she heads for the woods, but not out of fear. It's to inform her other ghost friends that this witch is the one behind all the shenanigans. Damn, I was starting to think this witch was a professional at evictions. But she made a huge mistake. So all the ghosts are stewing in the woods now. Like a bunch of stoners who forgot their weed for the big camping trip, man. And they decide they aren't going to stand for it. Only in this case, they aren't going to float for it. So they all come swooshing back in the house. And they all shout at her, quote, Boo! End quote. I was wondering when this witch's boo would show up. The deadbeat was letting her move in herself. I digress. Quote, The witch saw the ghosts and howled with fear. She tore out the door, screaming, Get me out of here! End quote. She gone. My, the tables turned. She was so close to getting this house. Should have just called the Ghostbusters. What's the moral to this? It's, if you're going to strong-arm someone out of their own house, you better damn well make sure you have what it takes to back it up, or they're going to be coming back with vengeance. Ain't that life. What do I think of Jennifer's work? Well, it was far too long, and with it being that repetitive, it made it feel even longer. 
We got the point of the story after the first two ghosts. I'm shocked I had the patience to make it all the way through all ten ghosts. But I will say the premise was fun, and her rhyme scheme added a nice touch. But I can't help but think just how much better this would have been if it was five timid ghosts. As for her pictures, they had an ominous feel, but she was able to provide some humor in there, showing the ghosts' reactions to the witch's janky costumes. If you're looking to waste the last bit of your holiday night away and haven't had enough counting after counting your candy, give this one a try. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.1. I'll have a heapin' helpin', but I'm stopping in case I get an unexpected visitor and have to book it. Happy Halloween to everyone. This goose is cooked. Halloween edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.